0: hello guys welcome back to my life through my eyes i haven't been posting for a while because uh, i stopped for some reason and then and now i want to continue and this time we have a special guest
1: hello hello how are you guys i'm sure you don't recognize my voice it's yara from la joie de vivre Uh, and today we're gonna have a very special conversation with his life through his eyes
0: okay so the first thing we're gonna do is talk about la joie de vivre and uh, and we're gonna ask Kiora some questions about it so first question why did you name it la joie de vivre
1: well first of all la joie de vivre means the joy of living and it's all about positive living and simple living and it happens to be the way I would love to live. Um, actually, the, I came across the name uh, when I was sitting in my balcony, and uh, which is a very special place for me. I came across uh, a book. It's called La Joie de Vivre. And it got me super inspired. So I decided to call my channel La Joie de Vivre. And again, it's all about being simple, being loving, being kind, and just being pretty much just I am who I am and you are who you are.
0: Okay, thank you. So, um, (laughs) basically, if any of you are like, you're mostly parents, yeah, and like adults, go uh, look at La Trois de Vivre and then you're probably gonna like it because it's adult type. Uh, uh, anyway, next question. What got you, like, wanting to make a podcast? What got you inspired?
1: Well, um, you know, uh, I was going through a rough time. I had a very, like, a very severe health incident. And it got me thinking, so I kind of quit my job, sat at home, just wanted everything to slow down for a minute, until like I can catch my breath and I can recover. And through my recovery, I got inspired by the way one recovers, one recovers by slowing down and by being simple and by keeping things like beautiful around us. And as a fact, we're never alone in anything. Like it's never just me that is sick or just me that is going through a hard time. It's usually, me and so many other people so i said the only thing i can do through my my like this struggle is to share my experience because sharing i think is the best kind of giving so that's what i did i got inspired to create le joie de vivre and just speak about how how it is how it is to recover and how it is to slow down and uh, it was like in my head something in my head and it came out to be la joie de vivre
0: um okay um next question will be um what what was the first thing that popped up in your mind when you said podcast when you like podcast when you sort of podcast
1: Okay, so I don't only have a podcast. I have a YouTube channel and and an Instagram as well. But the Instagram is just for the marketing purposes and the little snippets. Um, as a matter of fact, I did not start with a podcast. I started with Instagram. That's it. And because I love, I love that platform very much. I think it's very visual, very artsy. Uh, so I started with that. And then I realized I can... I have like talks with people that is almost 30 minutes and podcasts are podcasts, like they're easy to upload, they're easy to listen to, they're very shareable, they consume less data, like um, internet data, so I said, okay, I need to make a podcast and make a YouTube channel (laughs) for the long version of stuff, for, for the long version of the talks, and here it is.
0: Okay, so you wanted to, like, make stuff to entertain the people and not bore them and stuff?
1: Yeah. Not just entertain them, like, make them think. I wanted people to stop for a minute and think and listen. Listen and think. Stop, listen and think. That's what I wanted.
0: Okay, so... uh, That was a short segment. And uh, what we're gonna do next is talking about pets like why pets are important to you and stuff so why do you think pets are important to you
1: well i'll tell you my story with my little pet Uh, i have a dog she's called juno she's a little troublemaker but now she's getting old um uh, i i'm i was a single mother and i only have one daughter so when when my daughter started growing up a little bit the house became very quiet and and so i i decided you know what this house needs a bit of life and fun so we adopted a dog we called her juno and seven years later she's still our little crazy juno
0: okay what do you think why do you think dogs are really important in life
1: okay i'm gonna tell you a little story um again back to when i was sick because it was like a really good time for me to understand a lot of things uh when i felt sick the only not the only and a lot of people were like there for me but juno actually stayed by my bed every single day for the entire year and she was so sad and so kind she would jump up the bed and just sleep on my chest and to comfort me and to make me feel well and honestly right there and then i realized that it like dogs are truly truly man's best friend
0: okay so there you have it dogs are really important in life if you if you're scared of animals it's totally fine you have you still have a family and stuff and that they can take care of you and but pets are really just they they entertain you if you're ever bored if you're going through a hard time they can entertain you and they can cheer you up and you can just play with them and if you're bored you can walk them and yeah and why do you think why do you also think people should why why do you think that cats are really good to do
1: oh cats are the cutest well you know what in civil in in ancient civilization Like the Egyptian ancient civilization. They used to worship cats. Yeah. Uh, And I'm sure that's for a reason. Because cats are very special beings. And they can actually... You know how when you hold a kitten kitten or a cat. And you just pet her. Or maybe she just purrs around you. You relax just like that. If you like cats. If you don't like cats, probably you're going to freak out. But... (laughs) But... I think they're very, very special. And the only reason why I don't have a cat is because I got a dog first and I'm pretty sure Juno is going to be like a bit hesitant to befriend the cat.
0: Basically, all dogs except for dogs that are actually, 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 actually trained, like really trained, like all dogs should be trained. But if you want a dog to be friends with a cat, uh, cat, you have to train them, train them, train them so hard and yeah and also and you know
1: it works very well when you get the kitten very small because dogs are very caring by nature so when they find something small they kind of feel kind around it they don't they don't feel aggressive around it or threatened so that's another trick
0: that is true uh, and cats are really also really hyper like really really hyper why do you think that what do you think like dogs and cats are like the main the main pets? Like why can't it be like a bird or anything like that? Why does it have to be dogs and cats? What do you think?
1: Well, I think the most interactive home, Yeni, like most interactive domesticated pets are cats and dogs. Or dogs first and then cats. Birds, they're cute to have around, but they're not very interactive. You don't can't walk your bird. You just kind of gently put some seeds. <laughs> no, you can't talk your cat, but your cat can walk around the house and like go out inside and come. Like the birds are, are not, the birds are just, you know, you, they kind of just sit there. So as turtles, so as fish. So, you know, I think the most fun pets are cats and dogs, but they are also the most responsibility.
0: I think the most responsibility is dogs though because you have to walk them and stuff. Cats have litter boxes and they sleep a lot and and dogs have really hyper energies and stuff and they just always want to play. And cats don't really get, usually get trained. They just trained themselves. They're they very, do it. They're very, yeah, they're very smart. And yeah, some dogs actually save humans' lives sometimes and all pets do that, but why don't you think that, um, what's it called again? The like animals that bite, why don't you think, like, um, actually, no, 'cause they're, they're all ginormous. like uh, a lion, for example. Yes, they're all ginormous. <laughs> um, next, why do you think why do you think people get scared of animals? Some people. Like, I'm not blaming you for getting scared of animals, they are kind of scary, yeah? I'm always scared of big dogs unless I know they're trained and I know them. Like, as they're family to me. And yeah, but why do you think dogs, why do you think people are scared of animals?
1: First of all, that's very wise of you to be uh, actually cautious and to always stick by the etiquette for dog petting. If you're like walking around and you see a dog that you want to pet, you have to ask the owner, you have to ask him if he's friendly or not and uh, well done well done for knowing that um why do i think what was the question again i'm sorry why
0: do
1: you think uh, people are scared of oh okay uh i have a simple answer and a complicated answer which one do you want simple um i think maybe they had like a, a little accident when they were growing up like maybe they got scared a little bit and now they don't feel like they want to be friends with dogs anymore or with pets. Uh, maybe, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just that they don't like them. They think it's they're like gross for some reason. I don't know. I think it's based on experience, kind of a bad experience, a traumatic experience. So that happens. But again, like any, any kind of experience like this, could actually be resolved only if the person wants to like resolve them you know
0: okay that will be it for the podcast because we went over the time limit it's supposed to be like six to ten minutes probably and now we're in the 12th minute thank you for uh joining us in this uh, week's podcast remember we're post we're posting every every saturday okay Remember, I'm going to continue my podcast. Thank you and bye.